0: This is A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends, a podcast ministry of Somebody Cares America, being a tangible expression of Christ in a hurting world. Welcome to another Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. You know, on Monday, the 23rd of September 2019, in our Gregorian calendar, it's the beginning of autumn. And it's just three weeks after the month of Elul, El which began on September 1st, 2019, which really is representative of the fall in the Jewish calendar of the year 5779. Interestingly, the word Elul El or the month of Elul El is a time for personal reflection and a time in preparation of the high holy days that would come in the Jewish tradition and Jewish calendar. In fact, it was during the month of Elul, according to some uh, tradition and some commentary, is that when Moses spent time going to fast and pray and seek the face of God in Mount Sinai, and uh, and when he came down, his face shone from the presence of God. There's something about going and spending time with the presence of God that does a heart cleanse and does an inward cleansing in our hearts. And really, in some tradition, in the month of Elul, is a time for people to literally go and start cleaning their house as a prophetic act in preparation of their own hearts, symbolic of their own hearts being cleansed and prepared for the coming high holy days. And so Moses came down from the mountain during the month of Elul. He spent the time of month of Elul. And when he came down with the Ten Commandments, uh, he came with the Word of God, and it came with the commandments of God out of being in the presence of God. And some people and some commentators say that Jesus, when he went, being led of the Holy Spirit into the desert to be tempted of Satan. So being led of the Spirit, what sustained him during that time, which was the month of Elul, was knowing the word of God. And whenever any question came to question God's word, Jesus responded, it is written. Because he knew his father, he was able to speak the word and the word dispel temptation and dispel the works of the flesh and the temptations of Satan. And I think these are good examples for us that when we go to get with the presence of God in fastedness and prayer, and we ask the Lord to do a work in us to do a cleansing of our own hearts, that we're able to speak his word in such a way that dispels temptation, because when there's things going on all around us, noise, pollutions, there's challenges, there's temptations, that we're able to hold on to God's word and to speak his word in season and to speak his word because his word never comes back void. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. So we see that the month of Elul is a significant time to be prepared for the high holy days that are coming. In September 2019, the month of Elul ends on September 29th, and that begins at sundown, the beginning of the month of Tishri, which is the seventh month in the Jewish calendar, and also is known as Rosh Hashanah, which is the the new year. So I know it sounds interesting that we go by our twelves in our Gregorian calendar. So the sixth month of Elul El in Jewish calendar of five seven seven nine concludes at sundown on the twenty ninth of September two thousand nineteen, the beginning of the Jewish year of five seven eight zero which is the new year and it's the seventh month of tishri so it's just different than our gregorian calendar but it's the seventh month in the jewish calendar but it's also going to be the beginning of the year five seven eight zero in the jewish calendar which is called rosh Hashanah. beginning on the the 30th of september of 2019 is the full day of what we call the 10 days of awe The ten days of awe comes into the beginning of the new year, it's the beginning of the month of Tishri, and interestingly, it's also in Nehemiah chapter 8, speaks of when Ezra got before all the people and gathered the people together and began to read out of God's word and God's law. There is something about the kingdom of God that comes. There's something about the place of recognizing God's word and his ultimate authority. So when Moses came down off the mountain, he presented the commandments. And when Ezra and Nehemiah 8 stood before the people on the first day of the seventh month, which is the month of Tishri, which does begin the new year of the five seven eight zero in the Jewish calendar. This year of two thousand nineteen, and it's the beginning of the new era or the new beginnings. It's the it's the place of the new year. It's a it's a new wineskin, so to speak. And I believe that's symbolic for all of us too. That we would consider as we're moving through this fall house clean this time of the cleansing of our hearts reflection and begin to look at where we've come from and where we're going and and how to truly represent christ uh, as christians and to to the world around us you know i have always saying in matthew 5 16 let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and bring glory to your father in heaven and that's where we really are isn't it where we need to come into this season with the reflection of our own hearts where have we been Uh, who are we and where are we going and and recognize that we need the presence of God for the kingdom of God to be manifest.
1: Hi, my name is Marlene Yeo and I direct Somebody Cares New England located here in Haverhill, Massachusetts. In 2002, when I met Dr. Doug Strenga. From the beginning, we knew that God had knit our hearts together with the same city transforming DNA. Doug and the team of Somebody Cares has invested in this location in our lives and in my life personally in a myriad of different ways. One story to tell you is this. They found out that we were doing an outreach here in our neighborhood and both Doug and Jody paid their own way to come here to invest and to serve what God was doing here in our neighborhood. That's not unusual for the team of Somebody Cares to find out a need and to meet it, and if you're interested in being involved in something that's bigger than yourself, something that is literally changing the world, something that is a net that works, then I advise you and encourage you to look up somebodycares.org, and you will find plenty of ways to get involved.
0: So Moses comes out of the place of Mount Sinai. He brings the commandments, it's shining with the presence of God, and he brings the commandments of God and the laws of God. Jesus comes out of the desert after forty days of temptation, which was the it was into the month of Tishri or the end of the month of Elul, going into the month of Tishri. And some say he came out of the desert after forty days, end of the uh, the ten days of or Yom Kippur which is the end of the 10 days of awe, and he literally uh, brings and he's manifesting and saying the kingdom of God is at hand. There's no coincidence with God. His word is amazing, and just every dot and tittle, every I is dotted and every T is crossed, and it's amazing to me because there's no coincidence with God. I've learned from friends of mine and an Orthodox Jewish rabbi, there is no word or symbol for coincidence when talking about God in the Hebrew, because God is not a God of accidents. In fact, even when we see what the devil has meant for harm... God will turn for good. That means that even God in his providence and his sovereignty, that there's no coincidence. He's always looking for a scarlet thread of redemption to turn what is meant for harm into good if we would focus on him and fix our eyes on him. In the Christian context, the word says in Hebrews chapter 12, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. So Moses comes down around Yom Kippur 40 days after the beginning of the month of Elul with the presence of God, the commandments of God, the laws of God from being in God's presence. Jesus comes out of the desert during the month of Elul, going into the month of Tishri and coming out around Yom Kippur, according to some commentary, and that he is declaring the kingdom of God is at hand. And then we look at Nehemiah 8, as I alluded to earlier, are the first day of the month of Tishri, which is the seventh month, and this year would become the day of Rosh Hashanah, the time of new beginnings, the new year, and the new year of five seven eight zero in the, in the Hebrew calendar. So, but Ezra says on the first day. In Nehemiah 8, the first day speaks of the first day of the month of Tishri, the seventh month. He declares the Word of God, reads the laws of God, and it goes into this incredible time of when they reestablish God's Word, God's laws, God's commandments, God's presence. The people then are victorious. And so the same will be true, I believe, in the spiritual context for us today in 2019, going into the year 5780 on sundown september 29th and going a full day of september 30th the the month of tishri the seventh month in the hebrew calendar also the new year 5780 in the hebrew calendar that i believe God is significantly speaking to us of having that place of reevaluating our hearts throughout the season in preparation for the high holy days and the days of awe, as well as the place of God's judgments or God's laws, which comes into Yom Kippur and then into the high holy days. It's an amazing thing for me when I consider the goodness of God, when I consider just how awesome God is. In fact, I'm thinking about Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verse 28, and I love the scripture. It says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. You know, there's one thing I've always tried to evaluate in my heart. I don't ever uh, want to be able to, I never want to forget the awe of God, the grace of God, the amazing grace, the abounding grace, the great grace of God. I'm always in awe of His grace, in awe of God's presence, that while I was still in my sin, Jesus gave himself for me. Wow. And likewise, we're able to look at the Lord as our example. As Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. So we can then begin to look at what Christ has done in us to do a work through us. And the world desperately needs what we have. The Bible says we have a part of an unshakable kingdom. So if that's the case with all the shakings going on in the world, the world needs to see the unshakable kingdom of Christ living in us. The Lord wants a relationship with his people. He wants people who will be in his presence and anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit. People will go forth and be what he has called us to be in a very real and tangible way. We have a window of opportunity, I believe. I believe God wants to do a greater work in our generation, in His church and through His church, to be an example of His presence and His power and His grace upon a world that desperately needs it right now. Now is our time not to shrink back, as it says in Hebrews. Don't shrink back as into the perdition, but press forward. I believe it's a time for us to to get our eyes fixed, to press forward, because the world is... Is watching and we the church reconciled are becoming what I believe is is what God wants us to be is the real church setting a, a standard and a narrative of the presence of God and when we hold up the Word of God when we hold up that place of our own relationship in his, in the presence of God God can do a great work in and through us and so I really want to, to really reevaluate my own heart I want God to help me to get anything in my life just like when Moses came down in the second time of seeking the Lord and coming down into the into Tishri during the month of Elul and going coming down up the mountain after 40 days which is around Yom Kippur uh traditionally that that he came reestablishing the importance of holding up the commands of God the laws of God Jesus comes out representing and saying this is the time for the king of God is at hand I believe like never before that we're coming into that season, not just because it's it's uh, the Rosh Hashanah or it's beginning of the 10 days of awe starting on September 30th of t- 2019. But I think it's a good time for us, regardless, to take these, what God has done biblically and historically, and look at them as a time for a reset and a reevaluation for new wineskins in a new era and a new beginning in our own life individually and corporately is I shared in a previous podcast about a devotional that we put together and, in fact, uh, co-authored an article that I used as a podcast called God's Planned Reset, and that was with Jody Chiaracosta, who is our vice president of Somebody Cares and is a board member of our organization as well. And we did an article a few years ago called God's Plan Reset, and now we've got a 10-day devotion I'm not going to give it all to you now because you can go and download it yourself. But for the days of all that start on September 30th, uh, a week from now, then and, and through uh, Yom Kippur, which is on the 8th of October, uh, which is also the day of judgment, the, the kingdom of God is at hand, the, uh, the, the commands of God come, I believe the presence of God, a righteous and holy judge, there's something significant about this October the 8th, which is Yom Kippur, and the end of the 10 days of awe. And we're giving out a free devotional called God's Planned Reset, and you can go to our website at somebodycares.org reset That's somebodycares.org backslash reset. And you can download for free God's plan reset devotion, which is for the 10 days of awe, which begins September 30th. Let me just kind of go over that with you for a moment. The series is a 10 simple devotionals, and it's geared to help us to reflect, to personally reflect, and to have repentance where needed, and to be cleansed, and to celebrate God's goodness in keeping with the principles that the Lord has set for his people in the old testament days of awe, from Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur. And like I said, in some commentary also believes that Jesus also went was led of the Spirit into the desert, used God's word against all temptation, came back out and said, After 40 days, and said, The kingdom of God is at hand. So, these reset devotional can be used in conjunction with with the days of the year and the the days of all, or at any time you want to reset your spiritual life. I I go over them uh, from time to time just because I think it's a good way to take personal devotional reflection. So, the devotionals will consist of scriptural readings, questions to help you hear how the Lord is directing you to apply His word in your life, and a model prayer so we encourage you to write your thoughts, personal commitments, and prayers in a journal to help establish them in your own heart. And you can read more about uh, how Jesus is the fulfillment of the Levitical sacrifices and all about what some of these uh, these devotions is about comes out of my book called Born to Die, That We May Live. And it really is that Jesus was born to die, that we may live. And so I talk about taking the complications of the the five primary sacrifices offered in the Old Testament book of Leviticus and how it all points to the cross of Jesus. So complicated things, uh, I'm thinking you know, when I first started teaching on Leviticus uh, back in the 1980s and the 1990s, I thought, how can you get anything out of such a complicated book of do this and do that and the, the sacrifices? But I began to open it up and saw how the Holy Spirit just enriched a uh, revelation of the, the how awesome God's Word is, all of His God's Word from Genesis to Revelation. But interestingly, the book of Leviticus points to five primary sacrifices, and so I talk about that in my book, Born to Die, That We May Live, and also explain the, uh, the medical description by Dr. C. Truman Davis uh, about what it would have been like to be crucified. And so it's amazing. I, I wrote it, yes, but a lot of people helped me into that book and research, and, and I think it's a simple book that helps you to understand why Jesus is the perfect sacrifice slain before the foundations of the world. So in the Days of Awe, and for the context, you can do this anytime, but go to our website, somebodycares.org backslash reset, and you can download this free 10-day devotional. But we're going to have it in conjunction also for the 10 Days of all that begins on September 30th, going through October 8th, which is sundown, is the beginning of Yom Kippur. So we want to go through Yom Kippur and the 10 Days of Awe. So I would just encourage you to take one devotional every day during the 10 Days of Awe, and let it become a time of just preparing you for the, the, the kingdom of God that is at hand and preparation for what God's about to do. Because I believe that God is prophetically setting up his church in preparation to handle all shakings and all challenges. In fact, I'll talk about it next week, but it's uh, about in, in Nehemiah chapter 8 again and also in Haggai 2 when it says that in the month of Tishri, the first of Tishri was Ezra speaking in Nehemiah 8, and then the 21st day of Tishri is talking about when uh, Haggai was speaking about to Zerubbabel, Joshua, and all the people uh, about the 21st day of the month of Tishri, the 21st day of the month of Tishri, which will be in October this year. And it's when they said, when all that can be shaken can be shaken. When heaven and earth and sea and dry land is is shaken, that in that moment, hold on to be courageous, fear not, for the Spirit of God is with you, and He will not depart from you. He will be with you. And I believe there's something significant between the first of Tishri, the 20, first 21 days, and then, of course, uh, going into the 10 days of into Yom Kippur as well. But it says that the gladder glory... Of the house of God shall be greater than the former on the 21st day of Tishri. So I'll talk more about that next week because I believe it's really significant for the preparation of our own hearts. So the first day of the day of all this year, and of course you can download again at somebodycares.org backslash reset, is about forgiveness. Day one is forgiveness. So we'll be reading out of Psalms and 1 John chapter 1 in the devotional. And here's a couple of questions to ponder on the first day, on the day when we call forgiveness, because have there been times, maybe even now, when you have felt separated from God because of unconfessed sin. That's something good for all of us to look at. Number two, how did, God's, how did David's relationship with God change when he confessed his sins? Three, what happened when we confess our sins? And number four, are there sins you need to confess and, and for which you need to repent? If so, today is the day to be reconciled to God. One of the prayers that we put in for day one is to pray heavily, Father. You are light and life and truth. I praise your holy name, Father. I come to you today to confess my sins. Forgive me for it. And whatever that may be, you can just specify to God yourself. Cleanse me, Father, of this unrighteousness so I can walk in fellowship with you and with my brothers and sisters in Christ. Surround me with your songs of deliverance, Father, so I no longer hear the deceiver that would try to tempt me into sin again. I trust in you. Thank you for your forgiveness and mercy. I rejoice in your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. And then day two, uh, we, we talk about release from snares. And we go and read out of Psalms 25. We read out of Colossians chapter two. And then some of the questions we ponder here is, if you are familiar with the story of King David's life from the Bible, consider what snares God rescued him from. Throughout his life. In other words, even in our lives, what has God rescued you or me from? What snares in our life? And number two, Paul, the writer of Colossians, warns us to beware of hollow or hollow and deceptive philosophy, which can make many forms. And ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you any wrong thinking you have that have been based on ungodly philosophies so we can repent and have our mind renewed. And number three, Paul declares good news to those who have trusted in Christ for salvation. God has canceled any spiritual debt we owe due to sin and has disarmed the powers and authorities that would try to harass us. Day three is about freedom. And what does the psalmist uh, credit for his freedom? Paul, the author of Romans, explains our freedom from the law of sin and death through Jesus' death and resurrection. So how should we look at that freedom and how should does it impact our own lives? In fact, I always quote Galatians chapter five verse one, "Stand fast therefore, in the liberty or the freedom where Christ has set you free, and be no longer entangled in the yokes of bondage." Another question to ponder is, are there areas in our lives where we are still carnally minded? You know, there's no such thing really as carnal Christians, because either we are spirit or were of the flesh. And I I pray that by the grace of God, we would not justify our actions and live in carnality, but let us submit ourselves to the Lordship of Christ so we can live not according to the flesh or carnality, but by the the ways of the Spirit of God. And number four, instead of being in bondage to fear, we have been adopted in the family of God. So ask the Holy Spirit to give you new revelation today regarding your influence as a child of God. The fourth day of the, uh, of the days of all, we're going to look at surrender. And we'll be reading out of Genesis 22 and Luke 22. And here's some of the questions there. Number one, what was God's purpose in asking Abraham to sacrifice his son? Number two, what did God promise Abraham for his obedience? And number three, Jesus knew he faced torture and death. What was his attitude? And number four, is there an area in your life or my life that has not been fully surrendered to God in obedience? If so, Are we willing to do so now? I'm always saying that simple obedience is the highest form of worship because the first time the word worship is ever used in Scripture is not in the context of some church service. It's not in the context of of singing or or music or instruments. It's in the context of obedience to God. Day five in the Days of Awe of our God's Plan Reset devotional is fellowship with God. We'll be going out of Genesis 3 and Hebrews 12. And number one is the question, how did the disobedience of Adam and Eve affect their relationship with God? And how does that affect us? Number two, how did the obedience of Jesus affect his success to and relationship with the Father? And number three, the writer of Hebrews explains how the chastening of God in our lives allows us to be partakers in his holiness. Being a partaker presupposed intimate fellowship. Has there been times in your life when you've experienced this? And are you experiencing it now? It's a great question for us to look at and even put in our devotionals or our journals. Day six of the days of all, we're going to be talking about the perfect sacrifice. And that's in Leviticus chapter four and Hebrews chapter nine. Question to ponder here. In the Old Testament, how did the Israelites repent and receive cleansing for sin? How often was this required? Number two, today, how are we cleansed from sin and how do we obtain salvation? Number three, Consider the sacrifice of Christ made for us and spend time in personal thanksgiving and praise. I've shared with you before that every morning during my one of my two morning prayer times, my first one is I all I ask the Lord is, I don't ask him for anything. I don't have supplication. I just wake up and I just begin to thank him, to praise him, adore him and be, show gratitude because of all he's already done. Just because, because, because of who he is and what he's already done. Day seven of our planned reset, and during the days of awe, will be a heart of wisdom. And again, you can download this whole free uh, devotion. You can do on your own each day in the days of awe, or any other time. But we're doing this as kind of a corporate way for people all across the country and around the world to join us on the ten days of awe, which begins at the um, on the 30th of September through the 8th of of October. So we can be joining in corporately to really refocus during the days of awe in the year five seven which is the new Hebrew calendar we're coming into after Rosh Hashanah begins at sundown the 29th of September. What a great way for all of us to join in and knowing, even with our with our Hebraic and Jewish brothers and sisters and others traditionally, that they, they look at this for thousands of years. They go through the days of awe in Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, the month of Tishri. They begin to look at the days of awe, getting their own hearts ready for the High Holy Days. What a great way for us to join in, to go re- take a review of our own hearts in preparation as well so day seven is the heart of wisdom we'll be going out of psalms 90 ephesians chapter five a couple of questions here psalms 90 reminds us our time on earth is short therefore we must pursue wisdom and not waste time what concrete way can you apply this in your life and i've shared often that our greatest commodity is our time we don't need to waste our time on frivolous thinking and frivolous actions. We need to make sure that we guard our time with God and with others because time is all is a great commodity in our lives. Number two, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse five, 15 through 17, Paul admonished us to do three things. What are they and how are you living out these principles in your own life? And then day eight in our devotion of God's t- planned reset is love. Uh, so we read Micah chapter 6, verse 6 and 8, and 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 21, and a couple of questions here is, the Lord's requirement for his people has never changed. How does Micah explain his requirements? And number two, how does John explain God's requirements? And number three, ask the Holy Spirit to show you in areas of your own life, of your relationships in your life that are not founded on God's love. Are you willing to submit your fear to God's love so these areas and relationships can be transformed? And on day nine of God's planned reset, and on the ninth day of the days of all this coming year, and again, you can do this anytime, download the free devotion. We're doing the 10 days of all, but you can download it for any time for devotionals. Day nine is a new beginning. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31 through 34, and 2 Corinthians 5, verse 14 through 17. Here's questions to ponder What is the new covenant the Lord speaks of in Jeremiah? How does that new covenant change someone's relationship with God? Number two, how do, does uh, Christ's death and resurrection impact our lives? Number three, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you any old mindsets or ways that are still influencing you that have not been brought under the blood and not brought under the Lordship of Christ. Are you ready to repent of those and walk as God's new creation? And then on the 10th day this year, we'll be joining in with people all over the country and around the world on the 10th day of awe, Day 10 is white as snow. We're going to read out of Isaiah chapter one 16 through 16-19, 1 John 1, 5-9, and Revelation nineteen five through 9 Question 1, what is God's promise in this passage of Jeremiah? Number 2, when you consider God's faithfulness and justness, what is your response? And number 3, the passage from Revelation gives us a glimpse of the celebration awaiting us. Who are cleansed by God? What a day! That will be. Amen for that. From Genesis to Revelation, God is doing some incredible things. And I believe that we can learn from God's word because God's word never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So in closing, it's my prayer, it's our prayer that this series of simple devotions will help lead you into a deeper relationship with God and that you would have a fuller understanding of His high calling in your life and through your life. If we can assist you in furthering your walk with God, please let us know. We'd be honored to pray with you. We'd also be honored to rejoice in what God has done in your life over these past few days as we've gone through these devotions together. Remember, you can share your testimony with us, or you can email us at somebodycares at somebodycares.org. Call my office at 713-621-1498 in Houston, Texas, and again, you can get the free, complete download of this 10 Days of All, this 10 Days of God's Reset devotional at my website at somebodycares.org backslash reset. God bless you, and let's get our focus in this preparation of the season ahead, for God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's doing a work in us, so He can do a work through us individually and corporately. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org or by texting your donation amount to 805-422-7348. Please join us again for A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends.